Cause I'm in the shed house Wish I played in a rock and roll band Somebody give me a dollar bill So I can pass out on the jukebox singing Alright guys, this week we're going to take a deep dive into Proko Haram's Lighter Shade of Pale and stick around for our own rendition of it at the end. Great. Um, it's actually called Whiter Shade of Pale. It was, uh, it's a song by Proko Haram released in May uh, 1967. Um, I think it's, uh, it's just a fantastic piece of art. I absolutely love this song. It's um, the, what the sound of the song, just the, that the opening organ just transports you back to the summer of love. I, it's just, it's very romantic. It, to me, it feels like, a, like kind of losing your first love. Like everyone's had that first girlfriend or boyfriend where you think like you've met uh the love of your life and then at some point it just goes horribly wrong and you may turn pale i love the lyrics but i don't think it really matters what he's saying it's it's very it's very um it's it's just about the melody and the song i mean because before we started talking about this or i before we started researching it i didn't even know what he said i i didn't know if and so yeah, we i don't talked, know what it I don't know. Uh, but it's it's and I, I, so I'll it was. Tri- I'll triple that. <laughs> but I I do love it. It's a very visual song. It and the songwriter, the lyricist Keith Reed, he set out to do that. I, I saw an interview with him where he was mentioning just he wanted to almost create a painting. Um, he mentioned Toulouse Lautrec, which is um, oh, yeah, a great artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just because and that makes perfect sense because it's always like bar scenes and like just people having a great time. It almost uh, it almost feels like just a a snapshot, but he also mentioned Dolly and just basically just trying Part, to pardon Dolly Parton, <laughs> Salvador Dolly. Um, <laughs> I just go with Dolly Parton. Dolly. Um, but anyway, it, it sounds like you guys have some strong opinions. Um, I kind of knew I was in. I'm going to say it. this is my. I, I can I can honestly say this. This is, and this is this is not insignificant. This is my favorite song. I can honestly not listen to. And what I mean about that is. It's probably one of the best background songs of all time because it provides so much vibe. But if I focus on it too much, I find myself irritated. But if I if it <laughs> but it sets a fantastic soulful mood. The problem is I can't tell the beginning from the middle from the end. But what's it, it's it's pure. It's almost like a um, it's almost like a score. It doesn't feel like a song, yeah. which is that feels like a film score. Yeah, and it's actually, uh, I was looking at Wikipedia, and the it said in 2009, they said that it was the most played song in public spaces in England of all time. What? Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't know how you get that, and I, I agree. The, it sounds um, like it describes England. It's to your point that, like, it's just background, it's background music, and, like, it's, it's, it's very benign. The, the, but, it's, it's gotta, but, it, but it has an effect. It's very effective. Oh, for sure, it's, it sets a mood, and I think it, it if sets you a mood. if you do dive into the lyrics and you're like, "What the hell is this guy talking about?" A, I don't understand him, and then when you actually look up the lyrics and see, you're just like, "Still don't know what this guy's talking I can't about." Even produce, I can't even pronounce the band name. I don't. I'm totally. I'm totally lost. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I was talking about the, the the lyricist Keith Reed. Um, he actually overheard the phrase at a party, "Whiter shade of pale." Like someone turned a whiter shade of pale. And basically, it was like, oh man, that's a song. And um, I didn't know before looking into this that that 
phrasing had was not popular until after this song. Like yeah. it wasn't like a well-known and it's so, colloquialism just, or, or whatever it's, you say. It's, like it's a hell of a phrase. I'll say that. Yes. I mean, just the and phrase in of itself is. There's a lot of lot of lyrics going on, but just I think that's what really ties it together because it is such a a cool phrase. But a lot of people um, a lot of people think that this song is about seduction from what I was reading, like critics and stuff. And I'm like, what kind of seduction? If she's turning a whiter shade of pale, it, it, it's a failed seduction. Like, is she sickened by the... That's, that's very, it's really a good look. It's <laughs> um, something he actually said that kind of contradicts that. He said, I was trying to conjure a mood as much... Conjure a mood as much as tell a straightforward girl-leaves-boy story. With the ceiling flying away and the room humming harder, I wanted to paint an image of a scene. Which I think he, you know, it, it, I would say it, this song is impressionistic. It's got yeah. that vibe. It feels like a Van Gogh where you well, get that, an, a sense of something without the details. Well, it's a mood, but it's also like I, I don't know. For some reason, I, as I listened to it, I kept thinking it it reminded me of a sea shanty, almost. Well, yeah, there's no sh- there's a bit. This is the slowest. There's no shanty to this. How can you well, can't he, you can't even dance? The second slow. line is I'm feeling kind of seasick. Yeah, so I mean, that, I think he just because. You can't possibly dance this slow. It's impossible to dance. Well, shanty yeah. is the wrong word. Shanty is the right, but like uh, <laughs> exactly. It, no, 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 like hey, whatever the, the like. You should think big of like an Josh, Irish, like an Irish, an Irish. Uh, it's like a lament. Like, lament, uh, yeah, a sea lament, like where you you come in from the from being at sea for like a year, and then this song's like playing in the bar. Yeah, are you saying the just, song's about semen? So <laughs> the first line of this is. We skip the light Vandango, which you can understand what he's saying. What the hell is Vandango? Exactly. What the fuck does it mean? I can understand. I don't care enough to look it up, so I, did. I don't know. I did. <laughs> it's oh, actually, well, it there's, it's a, not, it's a Spanish word to... for a, a two people dancing, some kind of like Spanish or Portuguese dance. And then other than that, it just means kind of what you think, just kind of like describing like a raucous scene or like just, just kind of a loose term for like, oh... We're going to have a Fandango or something along those lines. <laughs> oh, or, or you're going to buy movie tickets online. Um, yes, that's what it's going to come Enter Fandango.com. Advertisements. We'll take all we can get. Yeah. I wonder if Wider Shade of Pale uh, was able to copyright. Um, that should be the name of this podcast, The Wider Shade of Pale. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you have that first line, which... Turn, I guess you can understand turn cartwheels across the floor. I was feeling kind of seasick, but then you kind of lose it. It's like he just kind of mumbles or whatever effects they put on the song. Well, it's just like, we don't, I don't, now you're just in the mood, which I get. That's kind of cool when you think about it like that of like, here's an introduction. You don't know what Fandango means, but we're turning car, cartwheels across the floor. So you could intuit that some people are dancing. Now he's feeling sick because he's moving so much. And then you, <laughs> you kind of just figure it out from there. And well, the next line is uh, one of my favorites. Is the the room uh, was humming harder, which is it feels like you just like s- stuff like something's wrong. Either no, he's like, vibe, man. It's or, like, I see, but that's that that's the line where he, you know you, you hear a lot growing up, or you hear it on infomercials a lot. You know, like whenever I hear this song, it's like an infomercial for the summer <laughs> of love, and that, like change it to change. No, 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 real quick, <laughs> but, but but about that, one thing I will say, maybe the the the. The single most impressive thing about this song is I tell you, man, it sounds like it's from 1977 more than 1967. It sounds like a Bob Seger or Greg Allman kind of vibe. The fact that this is 67 is really impressive. It's got a hell of a vibe to it. Well, are you saying that because it's kind of proggy with the, it's with not, the but organ? it's not really proggy. It's just it's super bluesy. It, I, I didn't realize that I've always associated this song more with the 70s. 
but it's not at all. It's squarely yeah. in the 60s, and, man. And it's, very, it's impressive. The nostalgia that it creates. I, I really wish I, – like, I wonder what it sounded like in 67 because it was ahead of its time. Like, it came out right before Sgt. Pepper's and, like – Well, it, it hit number one the same week Sgt. Pepper's hit really? album number one. Number one? Well, yeah, in, oh, in yeah. the UK, in the UK, it, huh. it only got as high as number five in the US. Before this song, like not many songs were this instrumental heavy and had yeah. these like like it's very like, like painterly lyrics. Well, can you think? You know, of it any... doesn't. It tells a story, but not not any kind of. Yeah, but can you story. think of any song before this that was just? It seems like it's all organ, right? It's just. Or I mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's, there's I mean, there's, there's bass, piano, and, guitar, bass, but, drums. Yeah, it's 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 organ driven, which is. There's like, unlike most rock or whatever, well, it's not guitar driven. I must say, one of my favorite parts of the song is the drumming. Like, not the drumming, the sound of the drums. It sounds like he's like in a, like a high school auditorium or something. They sound far away. Flashy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, well, I can kind of almost envision a scene. I, I, I almost picture the band on like a little stage in like a high school or something. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. Uh, like the couple's dancing, the room is humming, and, uh, and then their love falls apart. <laughs> To me, to me, I feel like. But where are you getting that? There, when does their love fall apart? When well, she turns whiter, a wider shade of pale, or when they're listening, listening to somebody read Chaucer's Canterbury Tales? Uh, that's um, the only. That's the only way this song could get any fucking let me wider. See the lyrics. The, the yeah, the wider shade of, shade of pale. Um, <laughs> Canterbury Tales, like. Yeah, that, well, that's what the, the second line of the chorus just is. Although, as the Miller told his tale, that's a reference to the Miller's tale in Chaucer's Canterbury well, just, Tales. She said there is no uh. reason, and the truth is plain to see. Um, I mean, you could you. I would say I would say less the wider widest thing and more just very British. It's more of a just British thing. I think that's a sentence. There's a synonyms. Well, no, 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 because you know <laughs> Scandinavian is white. You know German, I, whatever. I, I stand corrected. I like your nuanced complexion observations there, Josh. Well, well, British well is British. You know, there, there's oh, things that's shit. very British. You know, and you're right. You and you're right. Tea is tea. Having tea isn't a white thing. That's a British thing. That, that's true. That's I, I stand corrected. And I didn't know before diving into this song that it was so Bach inspired, like Bach air on the G string. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> on the G string. Yeah. I really the G string deal. You really had to say the G string. Well, that, he, that's what it's called. He basically took one of the yeah. Well, it starts out like there. Um, yes, he basically started that and then veered off into his own kind of song on this. Uh, yeah. But he, I, I I watched an interview with him and the. Uh, uh, Gary Brooker is the, the the musical writer and the singer. Um, so I, I watched an interview with both of them. Brooker was saying he was playing around with Bach, just kind of was way into it. And um, apparently he had received an envelope. Uh, Keith Reed would just send him lyrics. So he's playing around with this Bach thing, and then he opens this envelope and has this whiter shade of pale lyrics, and just it all kind of just came together right there. Well, the interesting of... Well, I was specifically about Bach. Um, is uh, I had read a thing a while back. I was watching um, Amadeus, which is a fantastic movie. For anyone who hasn't seen it, that's great. It's as good as it gets, really. Um, and the soundtrack is fucking incredible. I don't know who the fucking composer was, but he was awesome. Whoever wow. did the you would hope that a, a movie about Bach would have a great. No, no, I'm talking about Amadeus. I don't know who did the film score for Amadeus, but it was fucking great. I'm telling you, it does it. Wink, wink. Ha, ha. Kidding. Of course, it was Mozart doing the soundtrack. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> you guys are fucking... That anyway, flew right over my right head. Right over your head. So anyway, my point is this. But I was looking up a thing about the greatest composers of all time. <laughs> and they... Uh, pay attention, boys. What it was was they said that, like, 
Bach is considered the finest composer. It said that not all composers believe in God, but all composers believe in Bach. So that's like <laughs> that's a great quote. That's a pretty good quote. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sort of. so yeah, I mean, Bach should almost be a listed as a co-writer. I'll be Bach to some extent. Well, uh, the funny thing about this song, writing-wise, is that uh, Matthew Fisher played the organ on it, and he didn't get any writing credit. Who's Matthew he, Fisher? He, he he's a member of the band who played the organ he's on the organist. song. But she he, like, I should know who he is. I have no idea who Matthew Fisher is. It, you shouldn't. He's in Procol Harum, which had one he's song that you've ever heard. Of the band yeah. he, to play. He, he's the organ player on the biggest hit that Procol Harum <laughs> ever the organ had. Right, good, good. But he, speaking of just writing and the, and the Bach aspect of it, he uh, he took him to court for royalties, saying you know that he helped you know write the song, and he won the lawsuit in two thousand in two thousand nine. He won forty percent of the music rights, and then he lost but, it, and then he won it back. Yeah, <laughs> but he was not. He couldn't get any of it of the royalties from before two thousand five. <laughs> Why would you come oh, thirty eight years oh. later and be like, you know what? You know what? I did write that song. I, I mean, I don't know the guy's situation. But you know that, that most famous thing. song in the history of England? I did write that song, actually. The song's accolades as well. Uh, I read somewhere that it was um, voted, I'm not sure what the award show was, but best song of like a 25-year period. Is from it 50, even a song, though? 52 to 77, they basically voted this and, and Bohemian Rhapsody were the best songs. What? This? It was it was a tie. It, it's yeah, one of the best selling it's it's well, one of the best selling singles yeah. of all time. It's one it's of the best selling singles song. of all time. It's an organ and some notes and the, I it's don't know what such else. a great song. You're crazy. I don't. No one knows the words. What's the melody? No one like, knows what it means. No one knows that it's like hummus, man. The beginning's yeah. the same as the middle. It's the same as the end. Every time I taste it, I like it a little less. When I listened to this song over and over this week, I kept thinking I was in, I don't know, maybe they did this back in the 90s. I kept thinking I was in a Beavis and Butthead episode where I'm just like, I'm listening to it. I'm like, what is this about? Did something make her sick? You know, like, did she die? You know, I feel like, is this a tarot reading? Is this a sea Well, shanty? why are you like, taking it so literally? Every song doesn't have to be a story. Well, a literary, because oh. I, think, I think one of the big things about it is that you can't understand most of it. So you only get a line here or a line there. And then you just kind of having to fill in the blank. For the but rest the pro- of it. But it's so homogenous. They, there's no beginning, middle, or end. There's a bridge, there's this chorus, there's a verse. It's just this, yes. it's like jello. Well, no, there, there's, the, there's the opening line, the organ is a big part of it. And then the and so it was part where the organ kind of, whoa, and so it was. You know? Wait, is that the chorus? It's still the same chords. Well, why does everything have to fit into your neat little box, guys? Oh, yeah. It's not a neat little box. It's just a neat little box of being able to tell one part of the song from another. It's a piece of art. (laughs) It's a fucking piece of art. I'll give you that. It's brilliant. I'll give you I'll give you that on the impressionist. It's wonderful. I just can't. I can't see someone say say, um, it's one of the best recordings. Because it's a great recording. But one of the best songs? Like, how the fuck do you sit and play this song? Like, it doesn't even feel like a song to me, I hear you, uh, and I, I think another reason, just bringing it up, that it sounds, I think it sounds so good and has such a nostalgic vibe to it, it's the Bach thing, and it also sounds a lot like When a Man Loves a Woman. When a man well, yeah, loves a woman. And it sounds like another song that has a point. Sure. <laughs> that's sure. the best thing about it, right. That no, 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 that's why I say it, but it, here's the thing, though. to me it's very it's impressionistic. It's abstract. It's a, exactly. it's a, I, I think going back to what you said it, it, when we started talking about this, that it, it really is just, it, it's it's great background, and it, it does, it, it, because it just evokes a scene, and it, so it's very easy to kind of, I, I won't say it's like background, like an elevator music is background, no, it's better it's than effective. that. 
Yeah. Well, it's and, my and, favorite song to not listen to. I mean, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely don't want to like be at a barbecue and this song come on, or like on a boat or something in this song. It's come just on. everything. It takes the wind out of the room. It's like a sigh. This room's like a fucking sigh. This, this it's is like, what. This is a song that you want to hear at like two, like, I, like at a sad dive bar when you've had something bad happen. But then and, I want to hear Albert King, man. Like, <laughs> true. I, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what I know when I, I want to hear this song. Yeah, when there, I want this to come a, on. There's not a lot of perfect times it's to cinematic. put this on. It's cinematic. But, but yes, and I agree. And what one of my things I was thinking about as I was listening to the song was that like if I were to think back, say 10, 20 years from now, think back to us playing in a band, you know, and just almost and I would almost soundtrack my memory of us being like at the basement tavern, like with that playing and just thinking about like the memories, you know what I mean? It, it almost, it just so has that. Just as a pure nostalgia. It might be the most. Like, yeah, well, the sound, the, most the soundtrack. It, yeah, I mean, yes. it almost as you're flipping through old nostalgia. pictures. Yeah, right. okay, yeah, I, I, yes, that's so. So the the scene he's trying to evoke is one of nostalgia. Yeah, is that what and, we're saying? And I think it's a good song to put on, listen to alone, but it's or like nostalgia with, in the present tense. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Is like, was it nostalgic when nostalgic when it first came out? It's very evocative. It's because it feels like, like it might have been. Like, it really is like it's instantly nostalgic, right? It really is that. And and that's the thing. It's like it's so it's a hell of an accomplishment. To your point, man, it's a hell of a piece of art. But as a song, I mean, I don't really know what the song is. Like, it's just a vibe. Well, yes, and I think you're getting too much into the lyrics. I mean, because I don't know what even even because it's just a lyrics. beautiful melody. It's a beautiful melody. What's I mean, the melody? And, uh, Bach Erangi. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just to listen to some well, Bach. Okay, so, so to, to, to oh, no, 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 Hum the melody for me, man. What is the melody of the song? Well, and actually, the biggest part is the descending bass line. The boom. There we go. Bum, now we're talking. Yeah, that, that's it. It, it, but it just never stops. I, like, I feel like I'm on a loop. It just—it feels like a yes, loop. it is a loop. Well, the 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 baseline repeats. It just keeps. It descends. Then comes back to the one. Right. And, yeah. Ad nauseum. And that's that's a cla- that's a classical. <laughs> it's, pressure, good, it's, right? it's impressive. Yeah. It's very it's, it's very impressive. It, it, it's it's great. It's, it's great music. I don't so, think it's wait, a great wait, song. What do, you, what do you mean when you say it, it drones down and then goes back to the one? What are you talking about? What is that? What is that called? A ground bass in um in classical music where. Basically, it just it, it descends, just boom, boom, it's boom. It's going down like what, one step boom. each time? Yeah, and then till it circles back to the one. Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, yeah, exactly. Because like, it goes like root seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, which is the root, then you sleep. And yeah, yeah. So it just, yeah, it just kind of, I think that's my thing is I can't make heads or tails of it. I guess it goes, it goes up a fourth, though. There, there's a chord change for the verse. So it does go up a fourth there. And, then and it I comes think back. it's almost a dynamic change. There is a chord change. The, and so it was is just so like the dynamics of just that little part are so great. I'm gonna say it's, this is impressionism and rock and roll, and in that sense, it's a it's fantastic. It really is great that way. I give you that. I mean, to give a little credit, even though it's, it's a little nonsensical, but we've gone over that, and you know, it's it's all about the vibe and evoking a scene. The phrasing in the chorus. Is really cool what they what they do with the words. Yeah, there, it is. You know? It is. I don't that know what they face are. at first just goes the. I mean, like that's yeah. that's really cool. And even the and so it was. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Later, I like both of those things are very like the way that he phrases those. Yeah, and 
And the the organ swell, just a. You know what this song's like? Talk about nostalgia, instantly nostalgic. This song is like a, a it's like a, a tin type photography. The 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 one the yeah. old west where the yeah. edges are blurry, yeah, but there's yeah. like parts that are in focus. I feel like every time I hear this song, I hear the same three parts of it, but I don't hear the other eighty percent. I don't know what the other eighty yeah. percent. I just I always hear the same three well, parts. and you can look at that. It, it's cool if he's trying to evoke. If we're saying it's impressionistic, it, it, if it you know it, if he's trying to evoke a scene, then only allowing you kind of input to a couple phrases in each verse and like a couple in the chorus, it allows you to fill in the blanks and kind of create your own story. But the thing is, I don't know if I ever want to hear this fucking song. It's the only problem is like, like I love it and I appreciate it. I'm in all of it, but I also don't really want to hear it. I I firmly disagree with that. Uh, I probably listened to this song 30, 40 times over the past. Oh, time. is that what it is? Is that what what is? I I, I, I was just nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, I actually I actually we'll circle, let's circle back. Put a pin in that. We'll, we'll I, I I wrote down that I could literally <laughs> just listen to this on repeat for. Uh, because you can't tell the beginning from the fucking end. Well, you never know. Because it. I just like being in the place it creates. I like being. Right, right. Right. Well, and and you say you can't tell the beginning from the end. Like they do you that can't. fade out. They do that. They're still singing the song and it fades out. I, know. Which I, I am not a fan of. Well, but and apparently there were two more verses. Yes. That they cut. Yes. Um, right. And I think that goes to like it doesn't matter. It doesn't. And kind of I opened the pod by saying it doesn't matter what he's saying. Do you it's think the band the was movie. like, yo, dude, we can get by with just two verses because nobody's no, gonna the, know what I the fuck you're saying anyway. I think they wanted to put it on the radio. And didn't want it to be eight minutes long. You can't. I don't know if this song is two minutes well, or ten minutes. And even even the lyricist Keith Reed was like, it didn't bother me. It sounded great. I, the probably the second or the third and fourth verse were just as abstract as the first two. So I don't. Um, I think I think they got the job done there. Like, all right, okay. They get I know it. sixteen bestal virgins. I have no idea what context that's in. Like yeah. th- these are the things that pop out to me. The, the in focus parts of the ten type. I'm just like, yeah, okay. It, it's I don't know. This song to me is just pure impressionism. It's just well, that, yeah. This is one of those songs totally that, that like just make up your own words for. Like I always thought he said uh, <laughs> while the while the mirror told its tale. Oh, yeah, I think that's what it should have been. Like I definitely had that thought. I was like that would have been a better lyric. Then, that's a fucking great line. I'm gonna use that line. <laughs> <laughs> take it, Johnny. Take it and run with it. Uh, <laughs> while the mirror told its tale. That's a fucking great line, actually. Yeah, because I mean, especially if you're sad like just the the tail the God, I, I wish i'd have misunderstood that lyric <laughs> that, is, that is funny though. I, thought that. I feel like i just write songs to other songs sometimes and you know some of I it's think, gold and some of it's garbage well i think back to the music too i think it shows how powerful the hammond organ can be in rock and roll like i think oh, this was one of the first no popular uses of it and it's just just a hammond is so nice and like i said before that swell right before and so, so here's my, here, okay here's my thing in recognition of how much i do love this music like i would love to hear the Auburn brothers not that's gonna happen now but like they, they could like fade into this bit of music for a minute because it, it feels like a section it just feels like a section and like it would be so fucking cool for them to do, like so so, like, be, so you're saying like a live like yeah, part yeah, of yeah, a medley, yeah, yeah. like in the middle exactly. of a medley like a, a 20 minute Greg medley Alvin, jam Greg you know? the shit out of the song and then that's like you can, you can stretch it out but like it's but in and of itself to me it just feels like i don't know i just like i can't make it's there is the beginning or end it's just a, a loop yeah so yeah. I had, a, I had a music question for you guys. Neil, you just mentioned the flourish at the start of the chorus. So so basically, like you said, Jonathan, it, it's it's like it, it doesn't really change much through the song, but there is a crescendo at the start of the chorus, and then uh, the chorus finishes with a cadence. Now, what 
I, what is a cadence? You're the one saying it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, I read that. I, I just. I know what a crescendo is. I know what a crescendo is, but like, <laughs> it, it seems like those are the two kind of things that are, are different. That, I don't know. What is a cadence? Apart, the melody. Well, cadence a cadence is, is how, I mean, there's many is definitions. There, is I that mean, just how you. Well, cadence is how you talk. How something is in how it, you it order can also something. Be, it's, it's basically it, a, a repetition. Is it like, is it syntax? Is it musical syntax? We don't have to pontificate. We can just look this shit up. And when you look it up, it says cadence. Noun. A, modula <laughs> a modulation or inflection of the voice. So I guess I have a certain cadence to my voice right now, which is like, yes. definitely shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah, so, so basically the cadence is turn it white shade of pale. Which is a hell of a line, man. If you're, if you're only, only going to understand one fucking line in a song, it's all that's you a need. Good line. That's a good one to understand. And it's cool. And that's, that's a, a it's a good story, the backstory about, you know, if you if you if you're interested in writing songs, always no, listen and always observe. This guy heard that line at a party. No, and that I got it. A huge Now I understand the genius of this song. Okay. Okay, now I got it. Enlighten us, brother. This song lets every person put their own fucking story on it. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Yes. It's, it's like yes. a it's like a you didn't right. say, if you just said that, I would have just said that. I've been saying, I said earlier, you have a couple lines and then it's up to you to fill in the rest. No, no, it's up he, to you to fill in the scene after that. Jonathan crystallized. Yeah. yeah and, but it's like a blank, but it's pure nostalgia. Blank, and, it, and it's a hell of a fucking song that way. There's no doubt. Yeah, I think it's a great example, too, of... Um, I can't think of another song that does that. Let's be clear. When I say it's my favorite song to not listen to, I don't mean that. Like, I'm serious about it. That's a hell of a compliment. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's just a great... Um, uh, example of uh, two people working together as well, a lyricist and a um, and a songwriter. Just and the funny thing is, is Keith Reed was almost like um, Proko Haram's uh, Robert Hunter. He wasn't in the band. He just wrote lyrics and it's a, a big part of it. Around, huh? Oh yeah. What would, the, what would the dead be without Robert Hunter? I mean, forget fucking that. just <laughs> a bunch of fucking drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> But then, well, yeah, they were addicts, but yeah. <laughs> I was trying to... How dare you, Jonathan? Hey, man, I didn't fucking do it. I didn't sell him the shit, man. I'm just fucking like... <laughs> I'm just fucking observing. Um, but ironically, though, there again, the lyrics are the least... I don't even know if the song has lyrics, except for those couple... Like I said, it's a, it's a tintype impressionist. Yeah. So, what's your favorite, so what, what would you say is your favorite part of the song? There is no fucking part of the song. The song is just one part. It's like a circle. It's like, what's your favorite part of the circle? I don't know. It's a fucking circle, man. Like, I don't know where I am in the circle. There's parts of a circle. There's the center. There's the radius. There's, there's no, but not circumference. But not when you're diameter. In so, um, much, so what's your favorite part? <laughs> I mean, I, I've always been a fan of the radius myself. <laughs> I'm a radius man myself. <laughs> Neil, what was your favorite part of this? Um, my favorite part of the song is the last chorus, uh, the later, where he's like, and so it was that later. Oh, like kind of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is, wait, is that a retard? No, that's like a, no. a Paul Singer. Like, what what would be the word for that? For that? Like a lay, a, a, a. It's almost like a um, tremolo or like a vibrato, a slow vibrato. We'll, we'll give it. We'll give it the slow vibrato. Slow vibrato, baby. Uh, um, I, I already said my my favorite <laughs> is, is, is the the phrasing of that her face at first just ghostly. And that's just a great way to say a line. That her face at first just ghostly yeah. turned a whiter shade of pale. 
Um, yeah, see, I've never even really heard that part before. It's so like, it's such a cool like. I fucking tried to. I can't hear it. It's all. But, well, I've heard wait. this song a thousand fucking times. I still can't tell any of the lyrics. But in saying but you that, heard it, saying that listen, even bro. if you even if you love that sentence, it makes no sense in context to the rest of the song. So but that's that's impressionism. Doesn't have, it's not about making sense. No, I get that. And we've established it's a it's a painting. It's a poem. It's it's impressionistic. Whatever. You're like, yeah, it's all some kind of artistic jerk off. I can see you fucking doing that right now as you're fucking saying that. <laughs> it's like it's a painting, it's a poem, whatever. It's a painting, a poem. <laughs> I, I read something a long time ago about George Harrison talking about music that wasn't just straightforward and like it was abstract. And he was like, why would I want to listen to abstract music? Like, I can just go to a museum or something like that. Hmm. Just, Fuck George Harrison, dude. He's, like, <laughs> he's just another dude. Just, he's he's just, just another guy. Like, he's just another guy. He's just another guy. Well, everyone's just another guy, but. Exactly. Or woman. Did you have a least favorite part of the song, Jonathan? He there are no put parts. His on it. There is no parts to a Jello. What's your favorite part of the Jello? I don't know. It's Jello. Well, it man. depends. <laughs> if it's a Jello salad, then maybe there's something inside. <laughs> like, there's some fruit inside <laughs> there. <laughs> fucking Christ! Are you fucking kidding me? Are you are you are you are you a lawyer? Are you a Jello? Are you are you a Jello representative here? Yeah, like, he represents Big Jello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always known that, but I've never had anyone put. Neil, do you have? I know you picked this song, so do you have a least favorite part? No, I, I don't. I mean, I, I and in some ways, I, I agree with Jonathan. It is just, it is one piece of art. No, I picked it because I really think it's a a fantastic achievement in kind of audible art. The the or, fade out. The fade out is my least favorite part of this. Yeah, song. No, it, I'll, I'll it's agree just like, am fade I supposed out. to start this over now? Yeah, yeah. It, it, but I'm saying you can't just like you can't you, finish. You, you got to why do shade of pill? Dun dun. Yeah, that, that sounds amazing. That's so yeah, much better. Than the, that's Nailed so, it. That's so much better than the fade out. Jonathan, you can use that for your mirror song. Yeah, <laughs> we can add that to the mirror song. No, we are not adding that to the mirror. We're yeah. fucking like. So this Johnny. song has been covered over a thousand times. Did any of you listen to covers? No. I, I did. I, did um, I didn't really like any of them. And, Who well, all covered it? I don't well, think you can mention No, Annie Lennox did it, and it was a hit. Annie Lennox did it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, Annie, Lennox, had, Annie Lennox is fucking awesome, by the way. I love I mean, Annie Lennox, but I've never heard the song. One of my... Her no, yeah, yeah, it was Annie Lennox. Um, and one of my least favorite bands of all time, um, <laughs> it's Marcy Playground. Is but that But they did a cover of this, and it wasn't half. I was like, "Wow!" I mean, I hate this. Hey man, I mean, Sex but, and Candy really like those are good lyrics. Like, that, I, I don't, I don't dislike that song. That's no. not a bad song. That's a pretty that, good song. I mean, I, again, I don't want to listen to it, and okay. but I don't want to get uh, into uh, it. But. But, no, no, but I mean, we can get into it a little bit. Just, just a tip, right? We can be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking. <laughs> no, please, you don't fucking. Solving no. this podcast with sex and candy. <laughs> oh, oh, refuse. Marcy's, Marcy's playground has, has entered the building. Cut. Neil, you're gonna sit there and take it like a fucking man. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing, but even that, even that song is very artistic, like for a pop '90s yeah. kind of. And think about, it. I mean, I, sex. It's it's very abstract. No, no, no. I, I, I <sighs> yeah. When it came out, I was like, this is cool. I like the song. It's a compliment. I'm not it's saying. Shit. Oh no! You I, brought I, them up, so oh, they you, covered oh, this. So you, yes, you, yes. Back to why does shit appeal? They did a cover of this. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, we got Annie Lennox. We got we'll Mark around. Well played. 
some of the videos that I found. Um, one of them was G.E. Smith's band. I'll, doing listen, it. I'll listen to anything G.E. Smith. Oh, my God. Well, it was super cheesy. Really? But the best thing about G.E. Smith is he looks like he's having so much fun. No matter what, he's just so into it. So a girl sings the first verse. He sings the second verse. Um, and he actually sings one of the um, the verses you don't hear on the recording. Um, it was fine. Like I said, cheesy, but it's always good to see G.E. Smith. Um, there was a video of Queen and Gary Brooker doing it. Oh, Brian oh, May just that? tears it to pieces. Brian May um, is... It was live in 2002. Oh, okay. Um, that makes so you can okay. find it on YouTube. Uh, really? That and uh, the, best, the best version that you can watch is a live version they did. Kaleidoscope 1968. It's just, a, it's just a live version. And the cool thing is, is it sounds just as good live which i was very surprised that huh. the, like the guy has a great voice i really that's, love that's the way good. he sings the song yeah it's funny that they never really did anything anything else, else that they i've had ever heard he's the door which you know i don't know that song. like you got like i didn't know the name of it but you um i can't i can't hum it i'll sound like an idiot so are, are you still going with the videos uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> oh you... this song has become a metaphor for the whole fucking podcast who knows when it's going to end no and you guys are going to hate me for this but it's just like i, I went deep down the, the rabbit hole here. you went down the youtube rabbit hole <laughs> and i must say it's so funny i'm such a sucker for a well done like the voice or american idols like version. oh boy <laughs> it's not a bad song for that it's no, the voice, yeah, there's this there's this like pudgy little guy on the voice of germany 2013 are you a uh, waitist huh no, no he's pudgy oh, oh, waitist. Uh, but I, I i just i really am a sucker like for that for that kind of stuff there's a version of two oh. girls doing creep i think oh, it was germany i've heard that one well. yeah, yeah, yeah super cool oh <laughs> so what is it that makes these songs like you mean just like the arrangements? Like, what is it that makes these songs, like these versions, cool? Oh, just no, I, I like just random people. Like, it it warms yeah. my heart when I there, see someone yeah, crushing is, a song. I, I will say, when you it watch, warms, it warms when, the no, 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 I'll, I'll go with Neil on this. When you, I, my, my sister's always like saying in weddings and stuff, and like when you, whenever I'm at a wedding, I get so nervous because I want them, I want the singer to be so good and not fail. You know, it's like I, I have so much anxiety around it. It, 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 it there is something like. That makes you feel good when somebody oh, does something really well. I kind of got volunteered. I saw, I saw what I was happy to to play Sleepwalk at a wedding. I didn't realize it was the first dance. That's a sad song for a wedding. No, it's it's you know it's gorgeous. It's a song that they had kind of like throughout the relationship had come up at you know at key times. Man, when that when everyone looks at you and it's like the cameras are on, it's like oh, oh if you fuck up, man, it is on hundreds of camcorders. Hundreds of phones, like whatever. Oh, and there's just no, there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide. Me, I, I've, I've done, I've done, I think five either walk-up songs or during the you wedding. Did ours. I did yours. We did uh, Frank's. Yeah. And, and Chess's. I, I did. I've done some other friends of mine. And it is, there is nothing more nerve-wracking oh. than <laughs> that. Like the whole day, I'm just. Well, man, I must say, you crushed it. Baby. I'm just. <laughs> Dude, that's I'm the just only time sweating. I've been nervous in a long time. Well, he, he just... did one of your uh, a song by uh, one of your favorite bands, uh, Band of Horses. Band of Horses, yeah, your boys. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, so, to, no, 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 I want to be clear. Band of Horses is cool. Like, they're just not like I don't I don't think yeah, they're it's a not school your cup of tea. And I appreciate. But you. the thing is, we went to school, man. I knew I don't know if you know this. We went to school with their bass player. Yeah, well, he went to app. Yeah, Bill. Uh, he played in the uh, 
Blue Rags. You remember that band, the Blue Rags? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Who's well, a bass player? Cool. Who's a bass player in the Blue Rags? That's awesome. There's a lot, a lot happening, Boone. Well, uh, so, talent. so Johnny, what would you recommend people listen to if they like this song? Well, you know, it's weird, man, because like I said, I, I will really recognize the accomplishment because, man, like this song really sounds like it's ten years later, which is, is, is really cool. I, I'm really impressed by the sound of it. Um, I mean, to me, it really has like a almost like a um, fucking Bob Seger. It's like a Bob Seger ballad kind of song. Like. Huh. It, it really is. It's almost, but but yet it's ten years earlier. And I mean, so if you dig that kind of baritone, smoky, nostalgic, I mean, these are all words I associate with Bob Seger, you know. Neil. Well, there's there, like we've talked about. There's nothing really like this song. But I would recommend uh, listening to a little Bach, a little Baroque music, and just seeing where because they they kind of, I think they prided themselves in being kind of influenced by just classical yeah. and baroque music yeah that makes sense I, yeah bach is good i would say you know maybe <laughs> bach is good bach is good Says i mean just to, just to say you <laughs> know yeah. check it out if, if you like yeah, this song. check out some einstein it's cool you know fucking he's got the best words going back to earlier i would say percy sledge you know when a man loves a woman or really yeah. anything yeah. percy sledge question question now. question percy sledge person or a band person, person. it is a person yeah. yeah know, got, did you never? Man. Did you never watch Muscle Shoals for God's sakes? Yeah, but I've seen all this shit. The best part. The best part. That's one of the coolest parts. Yeah, where where he's basically just working as like the elevator guy. I don't know what you call those pe- the people who. Well, that's what that was elevator. the same situation of Otis Redding at Stacks, man. Yeah. Like Otis Redding. Yeah. All right. So one more thing, Jonathan. Before we did this podcast, you were like, "What the <laughs> fuck is Procol Harum?" Um, uh, and I looked okay. it up. I looked it up, and nice. it's actually. Amazing, and it, it fits perfectly with this song. It's actually what well, it was the name of one of their friends' cats, but it, it, in Latin, it actually means beyond these things. So, but the cat, so the cat had one one of the most epic names of all fucking time. Yes, and yeah. but it just beyond these things, just yeah, that's a hell right of a, into like just but, the mysterious nature of this song. Because it's like simultaneously fucking profound and boring, which is kind of like the song. Yeah, oh, it's boy. uh. So anyway, on that note, <laughs> that is, we we, <laughs> we we will now play a cover of uh, Procol Harum "Wider Shade of Pale." And next week is my week, and we will be listening to ELO Showdown. Sweet. Okay. When we called out for another 
face at first just cold sleep turned to whiter shade of pale There is no reason And the truth is plain to see But I wandered through my playing call And would not let her be One of sixteen vessel virgins